0: And we are live with The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you here. I am Domini Drew. I am your host for this epic journey, this epic adventure deeper into the self um, and journey of awareness, of um, self-realization, of uh, self-discovery, of deciphering uh, who I am versus who I I think I am or who people think I am. Who am I really? And I, I come at that from the perspective of dating. Uh, I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationships, um, uh, relationship coaching. I do also coach women, um, uh, but I have uh, primarily uh, specialized in men in the past. Hi, Andrew, coming to you live on Facebook Live uh, and on YouTube Live today. I'm so excited. Um, my my tech seems to be working, which is always a plus that always really helps to make the show a little bit easier, <laughs> certainly for my listeners. So again, if this is your first time joining me, then by all means, welcome. My name is Domini Drew. And uh, as I said, I help single men attract life partners. And the, the, the approach that I really take uh, for that is I um, I, I look inward, right? So whatever it is that you're experiencing in your life, you um, you're creating it in some way, unintentionally, right? I would say, oh, oh my god, did I want to get, you know, abused or I wanted to get violated or something? Obviously, consciously, you did not want that thing. Um, you also don't want to be single if single is not what you want to be, right? But you uh, you do draw these types of experiences, and and the way that's sort of most useful to think about is. On the level of self-sabotage, right? So you don't mean for these things to be happening, obviously. You don't mean for um, you know to keep yourself single. And yet, regardless of how much you know you you really want to partner, that's what ends up happening, right? And so what that reveals is that um, you actually are Sabotaging yourself on a deep level because, in reality, you are actually getting what you want. The tricky part is it looks like it's not what you want, right? So, you're going through life and you're like, Man, I really want a partner. I'm lonely. I definitely, definitely want a partner. But what I've found over 20 years of doing this work very intensively is that when you peel back the layers, there's some part of you that wants to be single more, right? There's some part of you that wants to avoid something scary more than you want to be in a relationship. So for example, if you want to be in a relationship so much, you're, you know, people come to me and they're like, oh, I just, I really want a partner and I want a family and I want somebody that I have, you know, compatibility with and emotional support from and all sorts of things like that is this incredible companionship. Um, but then we peel back the layers and, you know, they're afraid of opening their hearts because it'll get trampled, right? Or, um, they're afraid of being found attractive because then there might be too, pressure, too much pressure and they'll, they'll fail, right? Or they're afraid of losing something wonderful. And so they would rather subconsciously not get it in the first place. Okay. And I've done this for so long and seen this work thousands of times and I've never seen it not work. And so what you, what you basically do is you're revealing who you really are. And it doesn't matter who you are, right? Of course, it matters to you, but it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to anybody else. Pink isn't better than blue. Right, red isn't better than orange. Everybody's got their own color, their own flavor, their own issues, their own sabotages, their own uh, skill set, right? Their own gifts. Um, and um, because we all sabotage differently, like it's it's really just about how you keep yourself from what you want. That's it how you hold yourself back from what it is that you're really looking for. On the surface, it looks like you're looking for a partner. Subconsciously, your your body's like, absolutely not. I will not fall in love ever again, right? Your subconscious will always win. So today, I want to talk about the art of gratitude. Um, Gratitude is something which is very much... um, is very much. Uh, it's it's quite an essential state. You hear people talk about it a lot in the spiritual world. You're probably quite familiar with it. Um, and 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 they're not wrong. Uh, it is, however, often you know it's turned into kind of a, um, into something that's kind of trite. Right. It's become um, something that is so often said. And so often misused that it's it almost becomes meaningless. And it's a shame because it's actually incredibly powerful. So when you hear people be like, oh my God, I'm so grateful, like they're like, What's the secret to your success? And you're like, I'm just like really grateful all the time. And it's gonna be really hard to take seriously because you're like, ugh, of course you're fucking grateful. You had like you're on stage, you know, accepting an Oscar. Like you're obviously, you know, you're you're obviously you have things to be grateful for. Whereas on the other side of that, you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to be grateful for? I have all these things in my life that I don't want, right? And we just explained why that happens. So the reason why, so, so let's first talk about the nature of gratitude. And we can't really talk about the nature of the gratitude without stopping to explain the, the nature of um, vibration. Um, so you've probably heard people in the personal development world talk about high and low vibration. Um, Yes, this is a real thing. Uh, yes, it is often misused um, or misquoted. Um, but it, it is, this is a genuine thing, and it does make a genuine difference to your life, which is why uh, I bring it up here. So gratitude is, um, is known as being one of the highest vibration uh, emotions you can have. Okay? Uh, what does that mean? So uh, high vibration emotion is one that... Um, <sighs> You're, you're, so yes, there's a vibration at a higher frequency. Essentially, what you're doing is you're um, staying in a state that's more natural for you. Right? You're, you're, you're entering a state that is closer to your natural state. Okay, Joy is a great example of that. Joy is a very high vibration emotion. Um, when you are in a state of joy, you are um, quite aligned with yourself. Okay, You're not holding on to shit from the past. You're not projecting shit into the future. You're not... Um, avoiding the present, you're not, you know, because you need to you need to be present in order to feel to feel joy, right? And so, and so, when all of those things come together, joy naturally emerges. Joy is actually your natural state. Anytime when you are not joyful, there is something going on that is out of alignment with who you are. Okay, your most natural state being. Joy. So when you just sort of allow that to happen, allow yourself to just be, you will naturally be joyful. I've seen this happen so many times. Um, uh, a guy will come to me and we'll we'll start talking about um, you know whatever's going on, and and then we'll just oh he can talk that, and so he lets that go, and he you know, talk a little bit more, and he lets that go, and then i will just come to a place of kind of like stillness, and then he'll just fill with with love, with joy, to be like man, I feel so good. Yeah, that's because you just let go of the stuff that was keeping you from feeling good. Your natural state is to feel good all the time. All the time. Okay, there is no time when you do not um when you're not supposed to, quote unquote, and that's not a very good use of words right there because we we say those to, the, to ourselves a lot. Um uh unnecessarily. Um but it is a pl- it is a way it is just just to so, that you know that is your natural state. That is how your system wants to be all the time. And that's useful because then when you look at when you're not that way, you could be, huh, what is keeping me from feeling joy instead of just being like, oh, this is just how life is? Does that make sense? So, in those more natural states joy, love, ecstasy, gratitude your vibration is very much higher. It's not weighed down, slowed down by um, beliefs. By traumas, by holding on to shit, by um, not forgiving people, not—and I mean, like actual forgiveness—not like being like, "Yeah, I forgive you." Like when you let go of it, when you can think of something. Here's how you know when you've when you've actually let go of something or when you've actually forgiven someone: when you are able to, um, when you are able to look back on the situation with that. Person or on that person themselves with no energy whatsoever or with just like, oh, like just like a positive, like, oh yeah, that's great. That's when you've actually let go. Anything short of that, you're still holding on someone. That somewhat could be 98%, it could be 3%, it could be 48%. Some part of you is still holding on um, and you're making yourself unhappy because of it. Okay. Um, when you've actually forgiven. There is a letting go. There is a natural letting go, not a forcing yourself to let go, not a, you know, <clears throat> ugh, I've got to, you know, ugh, fine, I'll forgive her because I know, I know that's what I'm supposed to do. Right? You're not supposed to do that. You can do whatever you want. Whatever you do choose to do will um, lead to certain consequences. Right? So if you decide to let go and be like, yep, this isn't bothering me. I feel great about it. It's perfectly fine. Um, But then you, um, you know. But then, but then, secretly, you're you're you know, you haven't really let go. Or you're like, yeah, but also, fuck that bitch. Okay, so then you're probably still holding on to some shit there. And and the problem is that you know, carrying around, carrying that around in your system, you know, fuck her or like, oh, guy's such an asshole. That is, um, there you go. You're out of alignment. So see how you're not in joy in that moment. And that's because you're holding on to a thing that doesn't really, like the definition of holding on to means you're attached to something that is no longer here. Right? The The situation is over. Whatever you're holding on to, it's finished. It's done. It literally does not exist anymore. Okay? It's not real. You're making it real. You're deciding. That it should exist. You are deciding that, um, uh, you know that that you're that that you're still being wronged. You've already been wronged. It's finished. You are wronged. The, the the natural state, okay. The, the the best case scenario is for you to be wronged because that's going to happen at some point in your life. Feel your feelings. And I mean all of them. And I don't mean letting them out at the person that you, that you're, that you're angry at. I mean just for yourself in your home, in a safe place, maybe with somebody holding space, not at anyone. It's not your reaction is not at about anyone. It's it's carried in you and you are, and that person triggered it. So you've been wronged, fine. Release all the emotions. And I mean for as long as you need to, even if it's more than one session, release, release, release until there are not any more. This is what I teach people to do in my, in my program. And then the entire experience is finished. And I mean, this could be anything from, you know, that guy cut in front of me a line to, you know, that guy divorced me and it took me, you know, six years to get divorced and, you know, he tried to take my children from me. I mean, like from, from the smallest thing to the most egregious thing, this works. This is the way to process through your feelings. What people don't tend to do is they don't tend to either emote. They don't tend to release, um, uh, viscerally release um, in a way that is cathartic and that is necessary because otherwise the emotion lodges in the body. And so when you get to the point where you, you try to drum up emotions about a situation and you can't, then it's done. Great. Let it go. Move on with your life. Okay. That is when the, the trauma has gone all the way through your system and you have released it. That trauma will not come back again. Okay. Waves may come. So when you, when you do one wave and you, and you're like, okay, I can't find any more, but then you feel angry again the next day. Great. There's more. That just means there's more. At some point, the grit, the waves will get fewer in between and smaller in nature. Okay. More gentle. And then they won't come up at all. You know, my parents divorced when i was when I, when I was very young and it was very traumatic for me in lots of different ways um as i think it pretty much always is um and uh i and i process and process and process and like i i honestly i have no energy around it anymore i'm just like yep, my parents divorced i have love for them you know i they, they had their issues and it was very painful for everybody and okay you know that's just that's the level of my of my upset there's no like underlying resentment there's no like I mean, I guess it's fine. Like, do what you want to do, but like, fuck you. That's underlying resentment. That's the same thing, right? Um, so it, you, you, you must release it entirely. This is the natural way of things. When um, a, a, a bunny, right, a, a creature in nature, when a, a rabbit, for example, is, uh, comes close to death, right, um, or has a, a traumatic experience or almost gets eaten or something like that, they will sit there, they will freeze for a long time, and then they will start to shake. Okay, and they will shake, and they will shake, and they will shake, and their body is literally um, freeing itself of from the trauma. It's processing the tra- trauma through the body, so that it's not held. They don't hold anything. Animals don't hold anything, right? That's that's one of the major differences. When then you talk about talk about your dogs always being present and loving and happy, it's like he's loving and happy because he's present. He's just there, being with what is, right? And that is the easiest and best place to be, right? So. Um, so then they process, they shake and they shake and they shake. And then when it's done, they run off and get back to their life. Okay. So that, that trauma is finished. It is left there. And this must be what you do for yourself in order to move through things. If you hold grudges, if you, um, you know, wall yourself off because something traumatic happened to you before, if you won't open your heart because it's been broken, if you won't. You know all of this stuff. It's like that thing's not happening right now. You're essentially acting as though that thing is currently happening, and as as such, you're drawing that uh, experience along life with you, right? What I do is show you how to let it go, so that you can just live without these things. These things carrying this shit around is exhausting it is tiring. You are pretending that, and and that's really what you're doing is you're pretending. You're pretending that something is still happening that is done. You're pretending that you are still being wrong by hating someone who did something terrible to you at some point, unless they're actively doing something terrible to you right now, which might elicit hate in the moment, um, then you should be feeling no hate, right? And if you are, that means you're holding on to something that you need to release. As you release more and more and more things, you begin to feel lighter, okay? Your body will get lighter. I don't know if anybody listening right now struggles with weight issues. Um, I just did a, a post on my Instagram a couple of days ago um, talking about my past issues with weight. Um, and it was terrible, right? I mean, I, was trying all, I tried all the things, all of the pills and the methods and the, you know, awful. I treated my body awfully. <laughs> my poor body, I love you so much. <laughs> um, because I was really uncomfortable in my body, I really hated it. I, I had self-loathing. I had um, issues that that I just couldn't um, I couldn't see through. I couldn't get around. And so when I um, and, and so the, the moment that shifted for me was actually not me doing anything physical. It was me doing the work I now teach. I, I released enough things. I shifted a pattern. Which for me was around being a people pleaser and like trying to make everything okay for everybody, and that was literally adding weight to my body—physical weight. All of your layers are connected. Okay, that's why I can look at one layer of a person and 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 make certain other um, and I know certain other things about them because um, your psychological is related to your physical, your physical is related to your energetic, your energetic is related to your mental. These are all you know. Some are are um, deeper than others, right? Your your physical. Is a result of your energetic. So when you shift your energy, your your physical body shifts, which is what happened for me, right? I shifted that pattern. I let more shit go that I was holding on to, and it was manifesting as fat on my body, and the weight just fell off of me, right? It just fell off. I couldn't I couldn't have kept that weight on because it didn't want it didn't have a place there anymore. I was no longer attached to it. So if weight is something that you struggle with, and I think it may be worth doing an, an entire episode. On that actually now that I I don't now that I think about it. Um, if If that is something you struggle with, look at what you may be holding on to, okay? Look at where you may be um, clinging or attaching to things that aren't actually accurate in the moment, okay, that don't actually exist in the here and now. There is nothing you should be focusing on that does not exist in the here and now ninety eight percent of your time. okay? I have people, I say that to people and they'll ask me like, oh, well, what about future planning and stuff like that? Future planning is not what most people do. What most people do is future anxiety or future projection or da 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 Honestly, you don't need future planning if you want to get super technical and very spiritual about it um, because your subconscious, your intention already knows what you want. All you need to do is get out of your own way and it will literally unfold in front of you. That is actually genuinely, authentically how the universe works. I, I knew that cerebrally for a long time. I couldn't make it work. Now I can actually function in that, on that type of level and I can see it work and I understand, you know, I can, I can feel and experience that that is in fact the way that it is and, and, and it is. So as you <clears throat> let go, right? As you um, work to stop uh, holding on to trauma, stop holding on to attachment, things like that. As you <clears throat> release and release and release, your vibration goes up. You become lighter. You become happier. You become more okay, more stable, less dependent on the environment around you uh, for your happiness and safety and comfort. You um, become in balance with your body you begin to be attracted to the things that are good for you instead of the things that are not good for you. And all of this is happening by you simply connecting to who you are in the moment, right? Letting go of shit that isn't real, essentially, right? doesn't seem like it should be that complicated. It seems obvious when you think about it. But actually, um, this is something that most of us are primarily doing pretty much all the time. Okay? So, So then your vibration starts to rise. Okay, so that's what I mean by a higher vibration. Um, There's an ease of being with a high vibration. There's an effortlessness with a high vibration. You'll sort of walk through life and be like, oh, hey, look, there's $100 on the ground. I just said that I wanted $100. Or, oh, hey, look, you know, I just said that I wanted da-da-da. And then this woman I spoke to at yoga class told me she was looking for da-da-da-da. Or, oh, I just said I wanted, you know, new clients. And then I can't see here on Facebook that I'm you know, that there's a group of people looking for coach, you know, whatever, right? Or someone friend reaches out and, Hey, I just thought of you today. And I, I'm doing a, you know, I'm doing a, a conference of some kind. I would love for you to teach there. It's like, I've had all of these things happen. Okay. And so there's an effortlessness there. And so if, if life is, and I'm really just trying to get you a, um, of, of kind of a visual of what, you know, what is high vibration versus what is low vibration as far as what you actually experience. There is a, a heaviness, a weight, a stickiness, um, a lot of effort, like slogging through. If you feel like you're slogging through life um, or like everywhere you look, there's a, there's a wall in front of you, right? And I still have days like that too. You know, I had a day like that yesterday where I was, or day before yesterday where I was like, oh man, you know, I tried to do something, and this thing was closed. And I went next door, and nope, they didn't do the thing that I wanted them to do. And da 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 da, and masks and gloves and and <laughs> hand sanitizer and all sorts of things. Um, and so, uh, and so, it's it's not that it can't happen, but now it happens a handful of times per year instead of just about every single day, which is what it used to be for me. So gratitude, when you get to a place of gratitude, you will feel this. When you are feeling like shit, like when just, you know, you're having one of those days, right? Every attempt you make is blocked. Everything you're trying to do doesn't work, yada, yada, yada. Um, then shift your focus to something you're grateful for. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Um, I, would, I would try to do this for a while and it would, I would literally look around and be like, there's nothing I can, I can feel, feel grateful for that's never true. Okay. Do you have a home? Who cares if it's with your parents or it's rented or it's with roommates you hate? Do you have one? That's pretty cool. Yep. Sure am grateful I have a place to go at the end of this shitty day. Um, Do you have, uh, you know, maybe you, you have a job that you hate and you hate doing it and you hate showing up at the place, but maybe there's like one like you know, cute girl at the lunch line, and you really like looking at. You know, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I like, I like hanging. You know, I get to, I get to pass her every day, right? Doesn't matter how small it is. Maybe you just, you know, you tied your shoes this morning and it went really well. Great, you can feel gratitude for that. And in that moment, if you can, if you pay attention, you will go from, um, ugh, everything's awful. I feel terrible. To like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I do like that girl at the lunch line. Yeah, okay. It shifts your, it shifts how you are in the moment. And I think we just kind of do that. It doesn't really quite register exactly what that means, but you literally just changed your life in that moment. You just changed your reality, which by the way is 100,000 million percent within your control. And this is an example of that and how and why. You changed your reality in that moment. You decided, I mean, I could be having a shitty day, but also I got somewhere to go home to tonight. That's pretty great. There's a lot of people that don't have anywhere to go home to tonight. Right? I got a roof over my head. I've got, you know, whatever, whatever. Right? So in that moment, you bring your vibration up. Okay. From, oh God, everything's the worst to like, oh, that one thing is super great. And you just went from, it's the worst to, it's so great. Okay. None of this has anything to do with the outside world. This is not something that you are more, e- that's more easy for you to do. That's, excuse me. It's easier for you to do if you are incredibly wealthy and have had an incredibly fortunate and blessed life. That has nothing to do with it. Okay. You can be, gr- you can have, you know, two sticks, two sticks to rub together to your name and be incredibly grateful for the flowers you walk by, for the incredible trees. Oh my God. Is anybody else feeling ridiculously grateful about trees? Like they are just stunning. And they've been there for like hundreds and hundreds of years. And, you know, they're just like life-giving. It's beautiful. And I can just like walk down a street, even like kind of an ugly street, even like a street in like New York City, you know, it's like cities, major cities aren't really my thing. Um, but sometimes they'll have, you know, just like big, beautiful trees growing up on the street and I'll just sit there and just be like, oh, look at that tree. Wow. What an incredible being. This thing is alive. This thing, you know, and there's like fascination in that, you know? And so when you, and so you, you can look through, I could look uh, down the New York street and I could look and be like, oh God, there's filth everywhere and there's garbage on the streets and everybody's yelling and everybody looks mean and miserable. And this is my experience of cities. Um, and there's concrete everywhere, and you can't feel the planet. And it's like, okay, like maybe some, maybe those things are true for me. They may not be true for the people walking by, but maybe they're true for me. Fine. But oh my god, look at that tree! Or I love uh, historic architecture, so I'd be like, oh my god, look at, you know, the mittens and mullions on that on that, <laughs> the mullions and muntins on that on that uh, <laughs> building I walked by, right? So. So it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with, with objective reality. It has to do with changing your perception of it, okay? To shift into gratitude will give you an entirely different perspective and thus an entirely different life experience, okay? This is super-duper important. It doesn't really matter whether your vibration is, or high, is high or low. I just did that expl- ex- explanation so that I could illustrate to you that that's why gratitude is so um, talked about, right? Um, people, an attitude of gratitude, people talk about, right? That means like no matter what what shit goes down in your life, you find something to be grateful about. It's a practice. It's an important practice. I actually just wrote in my group, um, in my coaching group this week, or I didn't coach, uh, excuse me, I didn't write it, but I... Um, uh, I posted just like a little meme, right? And It said something about gratitude um, and it was incredibly important. Oh, it was about complaining. That's right. Here, I'll read it. It says, repeated complaining rewires your brain to make future complaining more likely, right? These are the, um, the neural pathways in your brain, okay? It's how habits form. Over time, you find it's easier to be negative than to be positive regardless of what's happening around you. Complaining becomes your default behavior, which changes how people perceive you. So that is so essential because if you'll notice, everything is affected by that. So when you, when you change your perception, right? Ugh, everything's the worst. Oh, everything's the worst again. Oh my God, everything's still the worst. So, then, so now you're, you're going to be in a, in, a, in a pattern. Now it's easier to see the world as the worst than it is as pretty fucking good, okay? The world is neither the worst nor pretty fucking good, okay? Your perception of the reality is irrelevant to reality. Reality does not care, okay? Um, it does, however, deeply affect your life experience, okay? The world is neither awesome nor terrible. It is neither and both. It is what it is. It just is what it is. Don't worry about it. It's not for you to not 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 for you to worry about. Okay. It just is. Now, how you perceive it, what you decide is true about it. What is what you decide is true about you, based on what you see in life. These are the things that are so profoundly important that um, influenced your life so deeply right? Because it changes how people respond to you. So if you're in a feedback loop of, ugh, everybody hates me, try loving someone. If you're in a loop of, ugh, everything sucks for me, go volunteer and help someone else. If you're in a loop of, um, I can never get what I want, try giving what, you, what somebody else what they want. Help, help others. Take the focus off of yourself. If you're inclined toward anxiety and depression, and and oh god, everything's get out of your own mind. Get out of your own house. Go volunteer. Go make life better for someone else. You must. You must move your energy. Move your field to create change. The kind of change that you really want. Okay. The process that the process that I teach people. Um, are about solving issues that have gone on for decades. And I do it in a matter of weeks, okay? Whether that's you've been single for a long time. I don't mean been single for decades, but maybe you've got a pattern of fear of rejection that's gone on for decades. Or you have a pattern of actual rejection from women that's gone on for decades. I had a client who had struggled with that kind of issue for 50 years, okay? And we solved it in two sessions, Okay. This is incredibly powerful work. Maybe you can never attract enough money in your life and you're always trying to play catch-up. Okay, that's your pattern. So, what, what all that needs to happen is you need to see your pattern clearly. Here we are bringing you back into reality because it's not like the world's out to get you or you're a victim or everything's terrible or all the other things that you're telling yourself. Okay? It's just a matter of, okay, you've got a, um, a little like wrinkle in the material right? You've got a a habit that's bringing you something that you don't really want. So with that in mind, now what? Right? So when you recognize that pattern, your perception already starts to shift. So I very rarely tell my clients what to do. I'll tell them things to practice. I want you to hold this state and I want you to to, to practice this, I want you to consider this possibility. I want you to notice when you're having this kind of thoughts, and I want you to change them to that kind of thoughts. Um, I'll tell them that type of thing, but I don't tell them what to do with their life. I don't tell them what choices to make, and I almost never give advice. Okay, because advice comes from my personality, who I am as Domini, and it's who I am as Domini that thinks that you, John, should do X, Y, and Z. You know, oh, should I? Um, should I uh, divorce my wife? I don't fucking know. Should you? How on earth could I possibly know that? You don't even know that. And you've, you know, you're far more familiar with the relationship than I am, right? So <clears throat> the reason why that's important is because the, the things that I tell people to do, my intuitive gift is to see people. I see you. I see how what you're doing is giving you what what you're getting in life, the stuff that you don't like, and the stuff that you do like. And I can show you how to change what you're doing in order to get what you do want in life. That is the art that I teach. Gratitude is an incredible part of that. Okay? And it's powerful because it returns you very quickly to um, your highest state, to your highest and best good. And so when you can learn to see with gratitude, and yeah, it's a habit. You're going to need to practice it, people. You need to practice it. A lot of people come in, and they'll like, be trying to like, breathe into their body or you know, feel something in a certain way or do some energetic shift, and they're like, oh, I don't know why I can, can't do this. And I'm like, well, have you ever tried to do this before? No. Then how the fuck are you supposed to do it right now? I mean, really. You must be gentle with yourself, people. Right? Don't expect yourself to to nail something the first time. If you nail it, great. If not, great. See the positive. Look for it. Not the positive thinking bullshit. I got a whole episode on the BS of positive thinking. (laughs) That's not what this is. This is finding something that genuinely elicits gratitude in you. You cannot fake this. You cannot BS yourself. There's no one out there but you. Okay? You're the only one listening, but you are in fact listening. Another uh, sort of trope that's, that's kind of become that way anyway is like, um, be careful what you tell yourself, you're always listening, right? And that's a really powerful thing. I think that's a really powerful thing. Um, you know, when, you, um, when you, you're always telling yourself, you know, you're a piece of shit or it's not going to work out or you're not good enough. And I understand how hard it is to get those voices out of your head because I have gotten them out of my head. And I had a lot of them. They were pretty much constant for me. And now they're pretty much entirely gone. Sometimes I'll have waves where they flare up for a couple of days at a time. Um, but otherwise, they're, they're, they're fucking gone. So that is something that is, that is real. That is something that I worked towards and I, I shifted that habit. So if you, think, if you think that what you're going through is just how life is and it's always going to have to be that way, you're wrong. And you're doing yourself a disservice by assuming this. If you think that your life can change, and it will be effortless to change it, you're setting yourself up for a potential disappointment or a potential failure because it won't look the way you expect it to look. It doesn't actually need to be a huge amount of effort. It can't Change can be quite effortless. Um, but if it's not for you, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It means you've got a lot of momentum, you know, someone will be like, oh man, I just did it. Why can't I do it again? I'm like, cause you've done it the other way for 20 years. You've done it this way for 20 minutes. So it, it may take time for your system to change. That's okay. That's allowed. So I'll just do, um, So Jeff in here uh, on Facebook Live just wrote a great comment. So some, something one of my coaches taught me is that karma is not linear. If I do something altruistic for you, it doesn't mean you will do something altruistic for me. However, something altruistic will happen for me because I'm vibrating at a receptive frequency. Yes. Um, I love that. That was a great statement. Uh, karma is actually, it's not even not linear. It, it has nothing to do with the way people associate karma to be. Karma has nothing to do with... <sighs> Trading goodness or badness or getting what you deserve or like oh good karma or bad karma it's it's literally just shit you've picked up along your lifetimes it's it's like it's not it's and i i only and this was not a f- particularly a um concept that i was or phenomenon, i suppose that i was familiar with um for for most of my training it really wasn't uh something we went into a whole lot um but it just turns out it's really just like you know, either taking on someone else's crap or having picked up crap from your old um, from your old uh, lifetimes, right? Hi, Akta from Indonesia. How are you? so um but that's exactly right it's 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 certainly not linear it's it's not even curved, I don't think it's it's utterly kind of it's it's far less related, I think than we think it is. Um, so uh. So here we have a comment on, on YouTube live here. So I give thoughts I don't want a name and I ask them to leave. That's great. Does that work for you? I learned a trick at some point that um, when you had a thought that you didn't want to um, encourage, you would disconnect from it and ask, huh, I wonder who that belongs to. And let it go. Like I sort of actively disconnect from it. Almost like you're letting go of a, of a tennis ball, but you do it with your whole body. Sort of like disconnect from that, from that thing. And you, uh, and it worked wonders for me. That was a lot of after doing a lot of clearing and making sure I wasn't actually holding on to shit because it doesn't matter how many tips and tricks you do if you're actually holding on to stuff on a deep level. Of course, that will always win out. Um, but um, but if you but that that really was something that I helped. So maybe that that um, uh, exercise for you was was somewhat the same. I'm, I hope that it works for you. That's that's wonderful. So um, if anybody has any questions, um, feel free to write those out now um, and send me a message and I will address them before I go. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of a, uh, of a short episode here. And I really just want to end by saying um, that the practice of, of gratitude, I would treat it as a, as a new skill. Like you're learning guitar. You're learning the piano. Um, you're learning to write with the other hand. You must just like sit and practice it. Stop expecting results. Stop attaching to, you know, any, you know, um, you know, oh, I haven't been getting enough results. I haven't been noticing enough change. It's been a whole week. It's like working out. You just kind of need to start a new practice and do it every single day. And in this case, you need to do it like many times a day. And then you will notice that you're Thoughts are naturally lighter. Your mind is naturally lighter. Lighter. You're more positive automatically all the time. And what you do, um, you know, the the and then and then notice the wins. Look for the times when you're more positive. Right here we are again. You're using the process of gratitude on the process of gratitude. Huh, boy, I do seem to be. You know, I'm, I'm feeling like shit right now, but I was pretty happy for a lot of yesterday. That was a great win. Boom. We're seeing the positive. Right. So. Don't BS yourself. Don't pretend it's there when it's not. But do actively and regularly seek that shit out. Okay, look for the things. Wake up in the morning. Boom, three things you're grateful for before you even open your eyes. Before you even open your eyes. That's important. Okay, because otherwise you get distracted. Otherwise you get into your, um, uh, you get into your head. You get into you know the news or whatever it is that you do, sort of first thing in the morning. Best thing to do is boom three things that you're grateful for before you even open your eyes, and then get up, do some sort of um, exercise, movement, yoga, meditation, something that just centers you. Okay, there's stuff all over the internet that you know where where um, people have practices that they recommend doing. Um, add gratitude into that, but more importantly, way more importantly, add it in throughout your day. Okay. Um, do this, practice it. I would give it at least, I would give it two weeks and then, uh, write to me on my page and let me know that you've done the exercise and let me know what your results are because I would love to hear about them. Um, so if any of this resonates for you, um, if you are interested in accelerating your personal process, whether you're single or not, whether you're male or female, if you want to accelerate your self-awareness, your Uh, Self growth, your personal process. That is what I do. Yes, I solve dating issues on the way. Um, What I'm really doing is teaching you how to be authentic, how to love yourself, how to be um, loving and grateful and happy in life. That is the art of life. That is what I actually genuinely teach. I have a number of different ways people can work with me. I have different um, programs. I have eight weeks, I have 12 weeks, I have ongoing, I have you know not ongoing whatever it is that you're dealing with if you are ready to actually turn it around to actually find a solution to actually change i'm the way to make that happen okay you know where you are now you have an idea of where you want to be and my job is to guide you from here to there in the most direct and step by step way okay i coach all of my coaching is done by me i coach people live I am there. I give them all the support and accountability that they need to actually get the results, because that's why they hire me. And that's what my intention is when I work with someone. So if any of this interests you, by all means, reach out to me. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on my website, dominiedrew.com. Uh, I have calendar links that are usually on these episodes or on YouTube. Um, Are on my Facebook page, and you're always welcome to send me a message and tell me you want to get on the phone. Uh, At this point, anyway, I do a free call with uh, with people who are interested in working with me. So there's no obligation. It's really great to get on the phone. You at least get a lot of clarity on where you are and where you need to go. And then we'll talk about how I can help. So I hope this is useful. Uh, Please feel free to comment below. Uh, Again, my name is Dominique Drew. This is The Art of Attraction. Uh, please download, subscribe, and if you know anyone who you think would be um, would find this valuable or would really benefit from this, please share an episode with them. Um, that's really the way to change the world. Thanks so much, guys. Talk to you soon.